Hi, my name is Megan Hagen, and I am the Kentucky Liberal, and I'm here to recruit you. If you feel like you're a blue in a sea of red, I'm here to let you know you are not alone. So my name is Megan Hagen, and I'm the Kentucky Liberal. Let's get started. I started out in politics whenever I was 16 years old, and the year was 2004. I was a baby. I uh, There was a sweeping ban of legislation that hit the country, and it was against gay marriage, and it went against my beliefs, and I lived in Kentucky, and you want to talk about doing a dangerous campaign? I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget being chased away from people's doors, knock, knocking on doors, canvassing, uh, to talk to people about uh, voting no on this stupid bill. It was a stupid, stupid bill. And, um, you know, anyone that knows me knows that I am very, uh, well, gay rights is my passion. It's one of my passions. LGBTQIA, uh, it's, it, I just feel like the government does not belong in our bedroom. Um, that's actually a huge belief of mine. But I also believe that they deserve to have the same rights as us when it comes to marriage equality. So um, that was what brought me in, and I've never looked back. Uh, the Democratic Party has been very good to me. I was a poor kid from a poor family, and uh, they took me, and they gave me a job, and I have been very grateful to them. Uh, I, uh, I haven't worked for them for several years, but after November 17th, or November 9th, 2016, I gave up everything. I decided it was time to go to battle for my party. I love my party, and I knew we had it in us to be better, and we, as it turns out, we do. And um, so I'm going to talk to you about what is going on in the world today and I'm going to talk to you about what's happening in our country and uh, different protests that are going on, different pro protests that I've taken part of, uh, different ways you can help out because if you're listening, you're part of the resistance. You want to change this country. So let's get started. So November 9th, 2016, I'll never forget, I was on Facebook because I, I love Facebook, it is like, I, it's, I, I live for it, there is like all these different people and all these different ideas, ideals, and uh, I don't know, it's just a great way to talk to old friends, and anyways, I am very political on there, and, you know, almost to the point of where I've polarized myself, and that's okay. I, like I said, I am unapologetically liberal, and, um, so, I had been following the story all day, and, you know, there's nothing I know more than politics, and the, the numbers... Something wasn't adding up. The numbers weren't adding up because CNN had projected that, I believe, it, CNN had projected that Hillary was supposed to win by 75%. And then I was looking at the numbers and I thought, well, that can't be right because she didn't have enough 
people on the ground in Michigan. Just there were little things that throughout the day were kind of bugging me, but I was like, oh, it's going to be okay. And then the numbers started rolling in, and it wasn't okay. And I never felt more disrespected as a woman that had worked in politics for 16 years and a Democrat that loved your party. This man who had absolutely zero experience came in and he stole this election. And we're going to be talking about this more throughout the episode. I am disgusted at the outcome, but we're going to fight him. I'm going to be there fighting him every turn. I have given up literally everything because I believe in my country. I know I'm not the only one. We have it in us to be better. Um, but we'll talk about the Russians and their part in the hack and um, so much more. I have. I want to talk about the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas students because they are amazing and they inspire me so much. Uh, but let's take a break for a few minutes and I got to take care of my baby and I will be right back. Okay, so if you're listening, I am Megan Hagen. I'm the Kentucky Liberal. And also, just because I proclaim myself to be the Kentucky Liberal does not mean that you cannot be the Kentucky Liberal, too. And we're going to be having uh, t-shirts for sale. I want you to proudly wear your Kentucky Liberal t-shirts. And I want you to, I want you to be proud of who you are and your beliefs. So, um, the Russian hack. So, we're coming to find out that, well, we had known that in October, right before the election, President Obama, who is still one of my favorite presidents to this day, actually, probably my favorite president, uh, I am one of those people that I literally, if anyone has anything bad to say about him, I will fight them. Like, <laughs> like you, no one can say anything bad about Obama. Um, he genuinely was a diplomat. And um, as a president, you have to be able to be a diplomat. And you have to know what you're doing. And uh, I guess that's one of the main things that I didn't respect from Trump is that he, he doesn't know what he's doing. And, you know, he... I want to say he can't help it, but you know what? His whole, his whole platform, how he got started in politics was by cause, calling our, our wonderful president, uh, by, by saying that he wasn't even from America. So that's what brought, that's what started his political career four years ago. So no, I don't respect this man. Uh, I, I have so much I have to say about this. I can't even, I'm going, I'm not going off script today. I will have a script tomorrow. I'm just, right now, I'm just trying to do this very organically and I'm trying to get myself out there. So just uh, listen to what I have to say, okay? Because I have a lot to say about Manafort and I have a lot to say about um, Mueller and I am going to explain it in a way in which you all will understand, okay? So. Uh, I will be right back. Thank you. This is Megan Hagen, the Kentucky Liberal. Okay, so 
let me explain the basically what's going on with the Russian investigation. Because if you've been following, you, you'll know that most likely Trump will not be in office within the next year. So you have Mueller, and he has gone after 13 people right now, as of right now. Um, he's, uh, he's indicted 13 people, and we have Paul Manafort. And Manafort, for those of you who don't know, Manafort and Trump, they were, Manafort was Trump's campaign manager, okay? And they have worked together for several years. He was the guy that Trump would do his shadiest business deals with, okay? So, we're talking about one of his oldest friends. Basically, Mueller and the FBI, they need Manafort to flip on on Trump. And once this happens, I'd say that we'd have two weeks before Trump resigns. Now, a few of us have bet. A few of my political friends, we have bets going on. Um, I say that he is not. I say that he is going to resign. A few friends are saying, "Nope, he is going to take impeachment um, because he can't be wrong." And I, I get what they mean by that. He is very stubborn, and uh, he's. I get that. Um, a lot of people are afraid that you know Pence is going to be president. And I'm here to say that I think Pence is going to be investigated, too. I think that this is a sinking ship. That's just my two cents. But I, I really would like to hear what you all have to say about it. Uh, but basically, uh, it if you read the documents, this it's 37 pages, this Mueller investigation. And it reads like a spy, doc, a spy novel. Like, it's the most fascinating thing I've ever read in my entire life. Basically, these people came over here from Russia, and Putin sent them over here, and they are, they were spies, and mm -hmm. they were set up to basically um, distribute propaganda on the internet, on places like Facebook and Twitter, and they were sent in to have Americans fight against each other, fight with each other, and um, to distribute things that aren't accurate. So my biggest question I've asked this past week is, was the Russians, what they did, considered an act of war? And I, I went to a friend of mine who is an educator, because I respect our educators, and I don't know everything, so I am the first to want to reach out and ask other people what they believe. And she said, while it's an act of aggression, no, it's not an act of war, which I still, I disagree with it. I asked another person, they said it's an act of, of cyber war, but how is that any different? And I would love to hear your opinions on this, because if you think about it, they undermined, by what they did, they undermined our very they undermined our democracy. That's a very serious thing. I, if you've worked in politics as long as I have, you know that it's hard to get people to go out to vote. And here's why. They say things like, well, my vote doesn't matter. It does. Your vote matters. And now these people have kind of reinforced that idea in their head. And so... 
I just feel as if it was an act of war. And I don't feel as if Putin should get be able to get away with it. And unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about it because I think that he's bribing Trump. And I think that's why Trump hasn't said anything yet. I mean, we'll find out soon. I've, I feel as though we'll find out very soon. But um, my next topic is going to be the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas um, students. Those This has been my one of my favorite stories of the month, and it's so inspirational, and it really has gotten me through some dark times, even though it started off as being very traumatic in itself. But I'm uh, going to go on to that. Um, give me a few seconds, and I, this my name is Megan Hagen, and I'm the Kentucky Liberal. Okay, so my favorite story of the month. Now, I know my favorite story. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting. Uh, it's been the most inspiring and traumatic. And, I mean, it has invoked so many different feelings for me. Uh, you know, you have this shooter that went in, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, and they shot 17 students. And then you had these kids that rallied together, these victims of the shooting, and they said not one more. And so today you had thousands of students across the country stand for 17 minutes, walk out of their classes with their educators, and say not one more. Not one more act of gun violence. And I, I stand in solidarity with them. I helped organize this protest, something that you all should know about me is I actually, I live to protest. I have done 26 protests since this administration began on November 16th, and I will continue to do 26 more if I have to. I, um, I love protesting. It's, it is the most basic of our, it, it, it's democracy in action. Um, a lot of people do, a lot of people don't understand how basic government works and so when you have people that don't understand how it works but they're frustrated the easiest way to get them out there is to protest and that's in my experience what I've been able to do okay you don't you can't come lobby with me Cole I can get you to go out on and hold a sign on a street corner and uh, you know I'll be talking about that in a little bit too, but uh, yeah, you have Emma, Emma, basically you have these kids, and you have Emma Gonzalez, and she is this shaved head girl, and she's badass, and she's bisexual, and she is here, and she is here to fight the NRA, who, if you know anything about me, you know that I detest the NRA, I think they are scum. I think that they are the major, major uh, reason why our country is in shambles. And it's not just the NRA, it's the people at the, it's Big Farm too. But, you know, NRA is probably, uh, I hate the NRA the most. I, uh, my name's Megan A. Hagen, I'm the Kentucky Liberal. I, give me a few seconds, I need to get myself together, because I'm about to, Tear up. Give me a second.
My name is Megan Hagen. I'm the Kentucky Liberal. Uh, if you just heard Sam Cooke, Change is Gonna Come. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs. I actually play it before every protest. And uh, also, I want to dedicate that to Ben Brumley. Uh, he is one of my um, karaoke buddies. And he also, he loves, he loves that song. So, uh, hey Ben, I just wanted to say what's up. Um, so... Basically, you have these kids, and they have created this movement, and they changed the narrative. They said not one more. And these kids, you have these adults that are talking about them, and the Gen Z generation. I trust the Gen Z generation more than I do uh, the, the baby boomers. And here's why. And Gen X's. Here's why. They've literally grown up with Google their entire lives. They are, they have, they've been, they've had access to information at their fingertips their entire lives. Why wouldn't I? I, I mean, we are, this is the age of information. I am such a nerd. I'm such a nerd for education and for information. That's one thing. If you're going to debate politics with me, know that I'm coming with facts and I'm coming with research. I, uh, there, this thing about the gun control, the, the studies show it worked in every country that has implemented the policies. And you have to understand that you have countries like Australia where it took 12 kids being murdered and a, and a teacher before they said no more, not one more. And yet this is, this discussion's been going on since I was 13. Since Columbine happened when I was 13. That was a really traumatic day for me. And everyone else. We had never seen anything like it. And you have to understand. The active shooter drills that happened the day after. It was terrifying as a kid. I'll never forget having to get under the desks. And feeling so helpless and so afraid and not really understanding what was going on. And uh, they've done studies about these active shooter drills. And it's really bad for your kid's psychological well-being. But um, my name's Megan Hagen. I'm the Kentucky Liberal. Give me a few seconds. Here's something you should know. Eight out of ten Americans believe that gun control should be implemented. And when I say gun control, I'm not saying that I want to take away your guns. I'm saying that we want to keep the guns out of the hands of the crazy people. And once again, not the crazy people's fault. We also, you know, that's the, been the biggest argument. Well, really, we need to be taking care of the mentally ill. Yeah, you're right. We do. A uh, big issue is that Congress... The Senate and the President, none of them want to treat people that are mentally ill. So we have people that are out here on the streets sick and able to easily get access to guns. That's not okay. This is not okay. And it's not okay that our legislators aren't listening to us. Eight out of ten Americans believe that gun reform needs to happen. That you know, we have these bump bump stocks. 
they can easily, easily be banned. And, you know, Trump says, Trump said he was going to ban them. And then all of a sudden he reneged. Well, why did he renege? Because the NRA is funneling money, funneling money to him. And we're coming to find out that the NRA actually gave money to the Russians to help get him elected. Look it up. And that's something that you definitely should know about me is that I am completely against uh, corporate lobbyists. Uh, it's Megan Hagen versus the machine. Megan Hagen versus the NRA. I uh, believe that corporate lobbyists are what they are ruining our country. I And I definitely think that money should be limited as to how much they can control because the more money that they are funneling into our legislators' pockets, the more they're controlling the conversation. And by they, I mean NRA, the big farm, anyone that is a huge corporate foundation that has access to decide what happens in our country. That's not okay. They are deciding what laws are being passed just because they have money invested into. And I, I want to be abundantly clear. Sometimes lobbying is good. You have nonprofit lobby lobbyists out there. And what they do is they will go in and they will talk to your legislator and they will explain what bills are good and what bills are bad. And, you know, they will help people that are sick and you know those lobbyists those are good but the corporate lobbyists from the NRA they are the they're scum they're scum and I want you to know that if your money is going to fund the NRA you're you're tearing apart our country and I have no respect for you and and I understand that if you didn't under if you didn't know that you know a month ago, I get that, but you know it now. I'm here letting you know that your child's life is worth more than the money that the NRA is giving to our politicians. It is to me, at least. So, if you could stop giving money to them, if you could give up your membership to the NRA, it would mean a great deal to me, and I would have a great more respect for you. So something you should know about me is I got as I've always been I've always had a passion for politics. My mom was really sick when I was growing up and she took me to the library and she got a list of every address of every politician in the country and for a whole summer I wrote to every politician in the country and in different I wrote to different diplomats in other countries and I wrote to our president and I asked what was being done about health care. Health care was always really important to me because my mom was sick. Um so basically I was also told at the same time that women weren't supposed to run for office. So you had this kid that was really uh passionate about politics from a very young age, but being told that she could not, she shouldn't run for office. And, um, my mom said that women are too emotional. They wouldn't be able to handle themselves if they were around nukes. Um, 
all kinds of weird excuses. And it, it was, it's just funny to me because that was her one thing that she, that she really is the reason that I got into politics was because she had me write all those letters. But, um, now I'm running for office. I never thought in a million years I would run and here I am. And it's been an experience to say the very least. I, uh, it's not been everything I hoped for, but I am optimistic. I just want to serve my, I want to serve my community. I'm running for city council and, um, I have a platform myself. I, uh, I want free internet. I want to revitalize the West End, the East End. I, uh, I love my city. And there's a whole reason as to why I love my city. And I'll tell you about that a completely different time. But, um, wanted to talk to you about my experiences of running so far. Because uh, you have these, you know, this whole movement of more women should run, but there are a lot of women that are having the same issues as me of asking for money for to fund their campaign and it's not it's not cheap funding a campaign it's actually quite expensive but um i'm running for office right now megan hagan for owensboro city commission i hope to get your vote so i want to talk to you now about lamb who has won a uh, seat in Congress. He uh, he ran under PA. Uh, it was he is now the sixth millennial to now be uh, uh, in Congress. He uh, like I said, this isn't just going to be a blue wave. It's going to be a blue tsunami. Uh, with Pennsylvania law, it it looks as though um, there was going to have to be a recount. I'm still not for sure what is going on with that and I will get back to you on that uh, but as of right now several news outlets are are calling that Lamb has won and this is such a big deal uh, he's he's very attractive he has the makings of being the next ja John F Kennedy so um, I'm very excited about Lamb winning and I'm excited about the future of our of our I'm excited about the future of our country and I'm excited about the future of politics and I'm so excited about the future of my party. We are going to change a lot within the next four years and I can't wait. I can't wait to take Congress back. I can't wait to take the Senate back and I can't wait to take the presidency back. Um, you know, I work with the YDA, the Young Democrats of America, and they are some of the best and brightest in the country. And they are going to hold office one day, and I can't wait to be a part of it. And if you watch these special elections, they are single-handedly flipping these elections and turning these places, turning these these elections blue. And they're doing it for free. Um, and also, Democratic Party, this is my rallying call to you. The money's there. You need to pay people. Yes, we do this because we love our party and we love our country, but some of us are working astronomical hours, 90 hours a week sometimes, 70 hours a week for absolutely free, for no money at all. 
just because we love our country and the money's there. So I'm asking, I'm pleading that you reach out and, and give some of us money. You know, uh, the money is there for sure, uh, for field organizers. I know that hire more field organizers. Um, and there's also now a movement for a union for campaign workers, campaign working is workers is a it is a specialty and if you're out there i am asking that you support it so that's all i have for you today this is my first episode uh please know that tomorrow it will be scripted i just wanted to get my first episode out there my name is megan hagan i'm the kentucky liberal i am here to recruit you let's take our country back from these gop scum I love you, and I love my country, and I am here to serve you.